why am I crazy or mean or harsh for not feeling all warm and fuzzy on Mother's Day and not wanting to declare to the public how wonderful my mom was and make these big announcements to let everyone I know um, know just how great she was. Um, especially, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a horrible mother in the sense that nothing, um, dramatic happened, nothing that would, you know, alert the authorities to me needing to be cared for, um, in some other way besides with my parents. No, no. I mean, I'm sure that from most people's standpoint, it was a model, uh, family or, you know, exemplary parents or whatever, but they were loud and clear about, we are not your friends. We're your parents. And that was this creed that they lived by. And they thought so highly of that. That was this big motto. And, they didn't mean it in the sense of, you know, hey, we're not going to drink with you and party with you because we're not your friends. We're your parents. They didn't mean it like that. Those ways make sense. They meant it 100% full across the board through and through. We're not your friends at all. We're your parents. We don't get to know you. We don't need to know you. We don't need to hear your opinion. We don't need to negotiate with you. We're your parents. We just say what needs to happen and you do it, which to me, like I said, why does this make me crazy if I don't feel warm and fuzzy about my mom? Because she was never trying to be my friend. You would feel warm and fuzzy about a friend. Uh, you would feel love and connection, you know, friendship, that friendship component is the tragic reason for me not feeling warm and fuzzy. You know, that friendship reason is why I don't actually have any desire to be around her. Um, I don't miss having her around when she's not there. I don't feel like calling her out of anything other than obligation. There's not a lot of instances that happen like that. And why would there be? Because she was not my friend. She was my parent. She put no energy and in fact blocked any opportunities of being friends. Um, or knowing me, or hmm, I don't know, maybe they feel like knowing you is from an observational standpoint only because they were in this position of knowing and the all seeing sort of authority figure that knew more than I did because I was stupid and young. And of course, they still think that, um, even though I'm not uh, young anymore. So, um, Anyway, maybe she did feel like she knew me. I've definitely heard her say like those types of things. And perhaps she does, but I didn't feel known and I didn't feel like I had a say at all in the relationship. I didn't feel like I even had a voice in it. Um, and to be honest, uh, I feel like that was the model of parenting that was widely accepted at that time. Um, I even heard somebody talking about it recently, saying that the baby boomers generation, um, they were taught uh, narcissistic parenting, or it was fully acceptable for them to do narcissistic parenting. And, you know, I don't know if this term has any broader meaning, but what I understood it to mean from what I've read about it uh, was very dead on with my parents. I mean, very simply put, narcissistic parenting was when or is when 
the children know um, very clearly, I mean, it's very clear to everyone, especially the children, that the parents' needs and wants come first. Um, and that that is what is of the utmost importance. What the parent needs, what the parent wants, the parent's feelings, the parent's um, state of being uh, is what matters most that is primary and it certainly comes long before the children we handle what they want first and then maybe (laughs) if you're lucky um you might get something that you want out of it too um but that their voice is what matters yours is not really important yours is sort of trivial laughable um you're basically just talking and annoying them uh, by talking because it's you know not anything that matters <laughs> so um that was that was true i absolutely knew that i know that now even uh, what my parents are feeling what they need their emotions their you know perceptions of the way this makes them look or any of those types of things matter the most matter way more than what I think what I'm feeling um or what I want uh what I'm asking for uh any of these things this theirs matters first and mine barely does matter it only matters in as much as it affects them if I feel they're crappy parents. That doesn't matter to them in the way of them really caring that my experience was poor. Um, Instead, it matters to them in as much as it, you know, what does it say about me or what if other people know or um, people having poor opinions of them. It matters in as much as they can defend themselves. Um, they'll take that and immediately use it as, um, you know, no, <laughs> you should, that's not the case because or, you know, it matters. They, they care to listen enough to gather enough facts in order to refute those facts or prove that in fact you know it isn't the case or whatever just to fight back fight back that's all they just want to you know be able to have their needs for security and their peace of mind and that they are great as great as they think you know restored um the really listening to the other person and the considering of the other side that doesn't happen now I'm only their child, so I'm only saying, I'm not saying that they're clinical narcissists or any of this kind of other thing, because no, they're not, I mean, or at least not in any extreme diagnosable form. Yes, I know there's all kinds of gradients, and they probably do have narcissistic tendencies and all that, but but I'm not even trying to uh, make assumptions there, because I'm not... I was never put in the position of being their friend or in a relationship with them, anything other than their child. And so maybe it's just because these baby boomers were taught that the children are lesser than and that their opinion can't count or shouldn't count because they're stupid kids and we can't let them have any control. That would just be mayhem, you know, and the second you listen to what they want and give a crap about that, then you've just been, you know, shanghaied and you have now... um, uh, sort of been taken duped or um, taken for a fool. And so you, you know, 
um, would never want to let that happen. You'd never let your uh, guard down or be as weak and silly as that. Instead, you would be the authority and you would be the unwavering one, the unwavering authority. And it matters what you want because you're the parent. You're the one who's dominant. Maybe they felt that way because that is how their parents did it. Maybe, um, you know, they were basically just waiting on their turn. It was like, parents are the only ones that matter. I'm waiting on my turn to be the parent. Now I am. So I'm the only one that matters in this equation. And, you know, so anyway, I'm not trying to pretend I know the reasons, but I am saying I know a lot of people that have parents like this. And um, I certainly do. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is sort of this extra burden to bear that we're expected to love and cherish and want to be around our parents and want to call them and want to go to their house, want to be at their house with our own kids for holidays, when in fact, it really is something we dread and wish we didn't have to do and can't wait to get back to our own home so we can actually enjoy ourselves. And you know, it sucks that we have to pretend that we don't or um, that, I don't know, whatever, that it, that it makes us mean, that we can't even talk about it, that we can't, you know, be so disrespectful and mean and, and unappreciative because, I mean, these parents raised us and they gave to us and yeah, they did for sure. But, you know, I don't feel warm and fuzzy and enjoyable about this person because they never wanted to be my friend and maybe they still believe that is a great idea, <laughs> but there are consequences to that. Um And I don't want to have to pretend that there aren't. And I don't want to have to pretend that I feel these warm and fuzzy friendship type feelings when that's not the case. I feel obligation. I feel formality. I feel um, respect because of the fact that I do appreciate that they raised me or, you know, put a roof over my head or took care of my fundamental needs. Um, You know, emotional needs are a totally different thing. And no, they weren't horribly abusive. And I'm sure even when I say that they didn't take care of my emotional needs, that's not 100% um, fair either because there's so many worse things that they could have done to disrupt my emotional being. But... Like I said, I'm just tired of us always having to, you know, that it, that we have to hide. Um, and, you know, I'm not even saying that I know, I know people that had the same type of parents that I did, but I haven't heard them confess, <laughs> not too many of them anyway, that they feel this way. Um, so I'm not trying to speak for anybody else, but I'm tired of bearing the burden of not being able to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to be around that person. They they intentionally didn't let a friendship exist. And so it makes really good sense why I don't want to be around that person. Um, I don't look forward to it. I'm um, willing to out of obligation and respect. And that's about it. And is that the type of relationship I want with my children? Hell no. <laughs> so it is definitely something I'm grateful for because it is 100% shaped how I behave differently with my kids. Now, it does not mean that I go to the other extreme and that my kids' needs come first. You know, instead of the narcissistic parenting where, you know, I'm 
parents needs matter most kids don't um well i didn't go to the other extreme where it's like kids matters uh, kids needs matter and parents don't because that's just going to the other extreme that's going to create some unhealthy imbalance too i'm hoping we're striving for everybody's needs matter everybody's voice counts you say something and i listen and i it's important to me so that when i say something you listen and it's important to you um, and, you know, hopefully, and they are my friends and I am trying to develop a friendship and that is separate, um, from my role as their parent or as their guide or their authority in whatever capacity that I have to do that. It is separate, but they are joint relate or linked. They are related. They are linked. Um, they are companion roles that do, um, sort of support each other um, and reinforce the other in various ways and whatever. Uh, even if they're just completely separate, I think they reinforce each other. But even if they were completely separate, fine. There are two important roles that I think are the yin and the yang that are important and that I want my kids to want to be around me and want to, well, just to feel friendship um, between the two of us long after my role as their authority or guide is done or definitely much less demanding.